Welcome to the Winging It Travel Podcast with me, James Hammond, where every Monday I'll be joined by guests to talk about their travel stories, travel tips, backpacking advice, and so much more. Right now, I'm taking the podcast on the road traveling with me. So tune in every week for short form episodes detailing all my travels alongside my Monday guest episode. Are you a backpacker, traveler, gap year student, or simply someone who loves to travel? Then this is the podcast for you. This is a casual, informative podcast designed for you to inspire you to travel. There'll be stories to tell, tips to share, and experiences to inspire. Welcome to the show. Hey, yeah, just a quick one. I just want to say there are many ways to support this podcast. You can buy me a coffee and help support the podcast with $5. Or you can go to my merch store with the affiliate link with TeePublic, where there's plenty of merch available to buy, such as t-shirts, jumpers, hoodies, and also some children's clothing. Thirdly, which is free, you can also rate and review this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, or Good Pods. Also, you can find me on social media on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Simply just search for Winging It Travel Podcast, and you'll find me displaying all my social media content for traveling, podcasts, and other stuff. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Winging It Travel Podcast, and today we're doing the second part of our Canadian road trip and this is from so you collect to Sayward up Port Hardy and then all the way back down across the Sunshine Coast and then down eventually to North Vancouver so that's today's episode going to rattle through days four five six seven got my notes here eight and nine so hopefully we'll get through in a good time and let's start off with day four day four was a bit of a traveling day you collect right up to Sayward we could have gone to Port Hardy but Sayward was the agreed place to stop and had a campsite there which seemed to be easily bookable. So what happened is we travelled 319 kilometres to Sayward and there's an extra 14 kilometres and 3 kilometres for other stuff like Walmart and coffees. So we had an early bagel at Barclay Cafe. This is in town in Euclid. I mentioned in the last podcast. They opened at 7am so we got coffee, bagel, cream cheese, hit the road and got some gas as well. The aim was to get to Sayward by early afternoon. And as I mentioned in the last podcast episode, there was a queue at Cameron Lake to get across back to the east of the island to the other side, um, but not as long this time. Got through there probably about 10, 15 minutes. Stopped at Royston Roastery. Now these guys, we checked them out, I think almost two years to the day before previously on a trip to the island. And that was almost COVID times, but those guys just acquired that roastery and cafe so they have a cafe which is above ground and below in the garage is the roastery so they do everything on site and those guys are open pretty much every day of the week and i would implore you to check them out they're kind of roughly based around courtney but the actual place is called royston hence the name saywood arrived probably about 2 p.m no one there and this little village is just like middle of nowhere they had about three to 350 people living there so it's really small and the campsite is first come first serve and you put the money in an envelope and you attach it to the wall of the toilets there's a toilet on the campground or you can go around to think it's like a, there's an office in the village somewhere in there but real easy and actually as it happens no one else turned up campsite was $25 a night and what you get with that is a toilet men's and women's and like a bench like we're on here Saywood not much to say about it really it's got one baseball field all the kids and the parents I guess go there and even play a bit of baseball kids hang around just playing with stuff and that is pretty much the village but super quiet and quite nice by the lake 
there's a little pond lake thing there as well that was it for Sayward next day was up to Port Hardy so day 5 108 kilometers up Port Hardy is pretty much the end of the road at the top and our plan originally was to go to San Joseph but we've actually sacked that off because on this day we realized that there was a logging road which is about an hour and a half worth of journey and that is too much for our van we can maybe do five ten minutes maximum not an hour and a half so that changed plans a little bit but Port Hardy we arrived nice drive no one about parked in town checked out the harbour front Carrot Park they're worth doing coffee and cake at Cafe Guido and Company Limited they're like an art cafe store buy some stuff there uh, coffee is our usual price like four dollars wraps and stuff around ten dollars so usual prices there quite chilled out people hanging around the harbour front it's a nice boardwalk around the water yeah quite quiet town we stayed at Port Hardy RV Resort and Log Cabins just on the corner as you go into Port Hardy real nice campsite they have showers toilets the whole lot and the price is 32 Canadian dollars and quite comfortable although the only issue we had was shade we didn't have much shade in our little patch um, so in the middle of the day that's a bit of an issue but they have all these lots of different spaces and I think you can book by the waterfront down there as well but we booked a bit further in camp I met a guy there who worked there he told us to go up to Prince Rupert and go to Hyde Hawaii we're like well it's not a bad option 26 hours on a ferry not on this trip unfortunately that'd be a different trip in the future nice walk around the campsite Port Hardy was nice we didn't go back into town after visiting there stayed on the campsite done some work and just kind of reflected on getting to the top of the Vancouver Island it's a bit of an achievement we've been all the way down south to Sook and we finished all the way up to Port Hardy unfortunately not up to San Joseph but that'll be another day great way to finish the island and as I said we couldn't go to San Joseph so we decided to go all the way back down to Comox and on day six we're going to go to Powell River and have a few more nights over there so day six again all the way back down to around 300 kilometers uh, we had a leisurely morning cooking breakfast and having coffee drove the three and a half hours to Campbell River I went to Canadian Tire bought some prepping gas food and all that sort of stuff had a small chips at Macca's at a low moment because they're still $2.50 but budget trying to spend too much but just enough to get us through and from those Macca's Canadian Tire areas there's about 30 to 40 minutes to the ferry to Powell River we didn't book so we turned up about an hour and a half before got a ticket at Comox and that goes across to Powell River if you're a BC resident use your BC ferries experience card you get some money off so that ferry is roughly around $80 we got it for 66 something like that had a nice coffee in the car waiting for the ferry Emma made a coffee in the morning it was a great move because we sat there got there early got a ticket straight away sometimes you don't know if it's too busy so you get there early but actually we had a good time had a coffee and sat and waited for the ferry and then it's about an hour and 20 minutes straight across the water and we actually went straight after arriving to Townsite Brewing this is a brewery it's in the old part of Powell River so you get to Powell River I guess the new part if you like take a left and it's about 15-20 minute drive up the road and you get to Townsite Brewing they've got a lovely beer garden at the back they've got an unbelievable amount of different types of beers ales and lagers I think they might do cider as well you can take it away so many options I had a chocolate espresso stout which was interesting uh, 8 ounces about $3.75 so we sat at the back in the beer garden in the sun bit of shade done some work happy days our campsite is called Kent's Beach and from Townsite Brewing that's about 40 to 45 minute drive back up from Power River about 30 minutes one road easy peasy and we booked in two nights there and that is $32 a night so this seems to be a running theme $30, $32 a night and it comes with toilets, showers, a washing station they have water to drink as well and they have a little local beach 
real comfortable. Made some friends next door to us, had a chat with them. They're there for some biking competition for their son. Nice vibe, family vibe, would recommend it. And it's actually towards Saltry Bay, so it's actually at the other end of this bit of the mainland. This is actually part of the mainland, this area. So technically the same bit of land as Vancouver, but you can't drive there. There's no road going all the way around. So people dot from ferry to ferry to get to Vancouver. Long day, a lot of driving. I think we had dinner straight away, got to the beach, checked it out, and bed early. On this day, at the brewing company, we decided to check out Savory Island. Now this was somewhere I've never heard of until that day. And to go to Savory Island, you need to get to Lund to get the water taxi across. And you have to book in advance, you have to ring the guys up, just put in Google Lund boat taxi to Savory Island. Ring them up, you can book your slot onto a boat, they take you across and you come back and you book those times in. But you can change them, I think, I've got the impression you can change any time you want, just let them know. So we decided to, next day on day 7, get to Lund from the campsite now that is an hour drive because Lund is another 30 minutes from Pout River so we arranged 11am boat taxi across to Savory Island planned to have 5.30pm back to Lund and that actually worked out really well really easy boat you arrive at Lund go to the office you pay your fee you walk on real simple before that we had a coffee we've got a snack for Savory Island because Savory Island doesn't have many things on it one general store one calf that we saw so we went to Nancy's Bakery and had a coffee which was great and we got a cinnamon bun for Savory Island. Boat ride, unbelievable. And what I experienced coming across the Savory Island was white beaches, there's hardly anyone there, still water. I was like, this is like a dreamland. Arrived probably about five, 10 minutes on the boat, super smooth. And I was like, this is definitely the right choice. We winged it for a day, no planning in this, it paid off. First thing we did is we went to the bike store and rented out bicycles for $30 for the whole day each. And that's just a mountain bike. And it's about 10 kilometers one end to the other. Our plan was to get bikes out, go to a few beaches, go to Mermaid Calf, and that's pretty much our day. And the first thing that I realized from research is you need to take cash. Card is not really accepted on the island. You're told to bring cash. We actually saw a group of guys try to book bikes for three days, I think, with card, and it caused a bit of a commotion, but somehow they found someone to take card. Not sure how it worked, but cash is king on Savory Island. First thing, Patricia Bay. Now this was a recommendation from the guy we got the bike off and initially it wasn't on our plans. We're going to go to South Beach which is actually the next one down. But Patricia Bay, amazing little area. You bike down one main road, I think it's called Vancouver Way or Vancouver Road. Go to Patricia Crescent I think it's called. Park your bike up and you walk down the path down to the beach and this beach is sensational. White sand, no waves, still water, a tiny bit warm, a bit refreshing still in July but I think August will be amazing. And the locals, by the looks of it, have built out shelters at the back of the beach. So you can set out on one of those in the shade, enjoy the sand, enjoy the beach, enjoy the water, and barely anyone there. Dreamlike. Went in for a dip, enjoyed the sun, loved it, got the views, got the photos, got the videos and all that. And then next for us was biking to Mermaid Calf. This was a bit of a trek, probably going to be 20, 25 minutes of biking. I'm not a great biker, I'm pretty crap. For me, it's a bit up and downhill. For a seasoned biker, it's probably pretty easy. And we stopped a few times, walked the bike a bit, but we got there in 25 minutes and got to Mermaid Calf. And what a find this is, the only thing on the island really. This place is like a beach setting amongst trees. So you've got forests all around you, got sandy beach on your feet, and they serve the most amazing menu and coffee. We had a French press coffee that tasted fantastic, but the highlight was the cheese board for $18. Brie, cheddar... I think there was goat's cheese on there, crackers, bread. There's a local jam, which was absolutely fantastic. And I had walnuts as well. Just so good. 
but you must check out Mermaid Cafe and you can pay by card there. To be honest, we could have sat there all day, but we decided to get up and get going. So we went to another beach after that called Sutherland Beach and this had no shade. We sort of improvised a little bit. Emma's got like a map. We attached it to some rocks and some logs and sort of made out a little bit of a shade. The sun was beating down quite bad, so we kind of stayed 30, 45 minutes. A really nice beach, a bit more rocky, not as nice as the other one. And after that, we thought we'd get a move on, get back across to the other side of the island. So we got back to the general store, which is next to the bike place, bought some cold drinks, took the bikes back, we just dropped them off. And the guy was really nice. They said, hope you had a nice time, hope you come back. And he was explaining where the bike shed is and where the general store is. That is the hub. Because when you go to Meme Cafe, that is anything around there. That is it. There's houses and maybe Airbnbs and campgrounds, but that is it. Then we chilled out on the beach, which is where the boat comes into. Chilled out there, waited for the boat. Ten minutes back, got to Lund, and we drove straight back to the campground, which took an hour, and had dinner. And that was a long, amazing day in Savory Island. That is a must. Day eight was Powell River. So we've not really checked Powell River out yet. It's quite a big town for BC standards. So we parked up, got a morning coffee at base camp. Uh, so good we had two I think I'll record an episode there as well so that will come out on the Trendy Coffee podcast soon they've got charging points done some work a couple of coffees in they close at 2pm before that we actually decided to change campsites because we've decided to stay another night so we went to a campsite next to Kent Beach and it's first come first serve so we drove there picked a campsite put our tent up kind of claimed it a little bit put a sign up seemed to be easy $20 so a bit cheaper and that had toilets and a bin and that's pretty much about it but very comfortable Later on in the day, saw that the camp person that comes around, paid them in cash, done, easy. That campsite is called Mermaid Cove, Sultry Bay Provincial Park. Check it out, really nice. So first come, first serve campsites, you can do that. Just pick one out if it's not been reserved already. So after base camp coffee, done some admin, went to into town, Walmart, Save on Foods, got some stuff. And then to finish the day, we've done a seawalk along Powell River. It's about a kilometre, kilometre and a half. Really not that difficult, pretty flat, covers the harbour and where the ferry comes into you can park anywhere, walk it. We've done that, very nice day, very hot. And we're just kind of knackered from the Savory Island, biking and walking all day this day. Went back a bit early, chilled out at the campsite. We loved Mermaid Cove, really nice campsite area. Chilled out there and paid our fee and had an early night. Day nine, which is the last one on this podcast episode, was Madeira Park, Seshalt and Roberts Creek. So we're getting the ferry from Saltry Bay over to Earl's Cove. You can't book this one, I don't think. So you just turn up, queue, pay your fee, and get on the ferry no trouble got there got the ticket $66 again with the card that I mentioned earlier and this ferry was sensational because it weaves in and out of the sounds so that is top notch got some hyperlapses I actually pretty much spent 45 of the 55 minutes on the deck getting footage unreal day clear day islands everywhere so there amazing ferry ride got to Earl's Cove and then we drove to a little cafe place called Wholesome Cafe, which is about a 20 minutes drive. And my tip here is, because the ferry is quite full, you're going to be stuck in traffic for the first 5-10 minutes getting out because people just come off the ferry and there's one road and there's not really many overtaking places. My tip, go to a cafe, wait 5-10 minutes, 20 minutes, then go. Then you'll be free of traffic. Wholesome Cafe, interesting cafe. It's like a shop as well, trendy shop, artsy shop. Got a coffee, sat outside. And next door, there's a bakery called Baked on the Coast. And we got some fresh baked goods. I think we got a donut and a cinnamon roll to share. Unbelievable. Highly recommend it. Then we drove to Fraser's Point Provincial Park. There's a little viewpoint up, 60 metres. Climbed that, nice view. Walked to the lighthouse and back. That's about an hour. Yeah, decent. Nice easy walk. Not as flat as online would say, but fairly easy. Then, 
we drove all the way to Seychelles, so 30 minutes, and we got some lunch at the bakery. Walked to the marina for a view, Purpoise Bay, and that was yeah, a pretty nice day. Saw some kind of geese, one couple, if you like, had kids, and one sweared at me, so kept away from those. <laughs> and then we drove to Roberts Creek, which is a kind of quirky little village, really, by the coast. It has a pier. You can walk all the way out to the pier. Views of the ocean, pretty cool. And the Gumboot Cafe is there. It's also a restaurant, and it's sensational coffee there. That's so good, like that good that I had to ask what it was and it was called Straight Coffee. Check it out. That was pretty much our whole trip up to that point. We got the ferry back from Langdale. This is a very busy ferry port. You can reserve a spot, it's free, because you pay one way and get back on the other way for free, but you just need to get there early. We got there probably an hour and a half earlier, and we're already three or four lanes in, so I would get there in good time, and it was full by the time we left. You can check online how full it is. And that was late, 45 minutes, I think, going so we got back to north vancouver around 7:45 and stayed at our friends so that was a great trip i've got some stats for you so kilometers traveled you collect to sayward it's 330 kilometers sayward to port hardy 180 kilometers port hardy to powell river is 322 kilometers savory island day trip there and back to get to lund it's about 112 kilometers powell river in itself that day was about 60 kilometers and day nine getting to North Vancouver about 109 kilometers. So in total, this whole portion of the trip is approaching a thousand kilometers. So it's a pretty decent whack and the car is surviving. Next episode, we'll be cracking on with the Okanagan region, which is the wine region. So Soyuz and Ticton, that area, and a bit of Nelson before we get to Calgary. And that'll be the next episode. Thanks for tuning in. Any questions, let me know. And I'll see you next time. Cheers.